1: Welcome to Exploring Missions. Connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs. Across the world or across town. And now, the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper.
0: Expressions can lead you astray or they can lead you to action. Uh, follow the open door. Uh, most of the time, you got to look for that. Have you ever heard strike while the iron is hot? Well, sometimes that's what we've got to do when God was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt and they were going to the promised land. It was on, it was, they were on mission. There was a mission there waiting on them, but at a place called Kadesh Barnea, after they heard the report of the 12 spies that sent in, they said, no. And guess what? The opportunity did not come quickly, had to wait 40 years before. Well, This is Bert Harper, by the way, with our co-host, Nathan Harper. Nathan, after World War II, General MacArthur, Douglas MacArthur, they were talking about Japan, and he said, the best thing we can do for Japan is send missionaries, Christian missionaries to Japan. He said, the door is open. The response wasn't like it should have been. It was tepid at least. And now we find Japan— you said something, and I want you to clarify it. You said the missionaries are free to come, but the responses hadn't been too well received.
2: Right, yeah. Japan is actually the largest in population, so it's the highest populated open country to missionaries. So it's there's other uh, more populous nations, but all of them are closed to missionaries. Doesn't mean missionaries still don't get there, but it's it makes it when the country is open for missionaries. That means politically, legally, uh, you can declare yourself to be a missionary without any legal repercussions. Uh, and so, Japan is the largest country in population that is open to missionaries that is still considered unevangelized. So, total population is you know over 126 million people strong and growing. And this these stats are a little bit dated, so I'm sure the population growth is even maybe more than that at this point. But the percentage of evangelicals, and I've heard different uh, stats, but anywhere from 0.5% to 1% of the population are evangelical followers of Jesus. And really just 1.5% are consider themselves Christian in any form or fashion. Now, you take the evangelical population, and only half of those regularly attend church. So what you have in Japan is uh, an open door for missionaries to come and serve, but the church is very small, sort of, if you want to, you know, weak, um, and I'm not saying that out of any sense of pride. It's just numerically, uh, numerically weak. And so... People just seem to be more closed. Even with open doors, there seems to be a closing of people's hearts to the, to the gospel. So, you know, this is sort of a mystery in the mission world is, is why Japan re- remains unevangelized like it is. Now, why would I bring this up
0: about World War II immediately following and today? I really believe the church should be ready like a, a SWAT team have a ready group of people to to flood a group. This happened a little bit in Ukraine. We have been able to respond to the need in Ukraine. Christian ministries have been able to respond in significant ways in the Ukraine and I believe with all my heart it's going to reap more results because we were able to get there. Had we done that in Japan, After World War II, with all my heart, I believe Douglas MacArthur was right that we should have done that. Because usually after devastation, people are in great need. And that need, Jesus Christ in the church can meet that spiritual need. We meet a social need. We meet a physical need. When we come in with all that God has given us, Nathan, we can change countries if we
2: would do it, I believe, with all my heart. Yeah, I mean, God is able. And who does God use? He uses his people who are totally in love with him and surrendered and submitted 100% to to the lordship of Jesus. His spirit will give them boldness. His word will give them what to say. And uh, we've got to be faithful in doing that. But we don't
0: write Japan off
2: now, do we? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's right. The the need is great. Just because you hear a place is difficult— it it might frighten some people away it'll draw certain people but exactly right and that's and that's who god is you know needing in japan we need people who are willing to do something a little different you know maybe this is not how you do mission work in other places well japan is not like other places the number one task of a missionary is to pray seek god and listen to the leading of the holy spirit and he will train you and he will show you and he will teach you the methods that are appropriate for that place, and um, uh, again, it comes down to being a willing vessel, ready to respond to what God leads you to do.
0: And the interview we're going to do is one of His willing vessels, isn't he?
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, God can God can use anyone. I'm I'm proof of that. And as you listen, you might be thinking, "How I'm not someone that God uh, wants to use," especially in a place like like Japan where the need is so great and the soil, if you will, spiritually is so hard. Yes, God can and may even want to use and send you to a place like Japan.
0: Listen to this, and it may be your calling as well. Our guest today on Exploring Missions is someone that's been on this program before, and it's always good to have a return visit and update. Uh, One of the most significant things I think about in the Bible is when uh, Paul would return to Antioch and he would always update them on what God was doing. So, this is an update, but it's also, just like Paul would say, new territory coming up. Our guest today is Daniel Burkeen from Raymer, Tennessee. Welcome, Daniel.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And his sister, Brittany, has been on before as well. This is kind of a family uh, deal. And your dad's always in the background. Always, always. Yes, well, uh, some some dads do better in the background, you know. Mm, yes, sir. And uh, but we're glad you're here today, Daniel. Thank you. And tell us what is new in your life in the area of missions.
1: All right. Well, um, so last time when I was here, uh, we talked. I had just uh, heard that I would uh, be getting to go to Kobe, Japan, and uh, work with Youth Youth Harvest Church, and. Uh, Since then, uh, the borders had uh, unfortunately closed, and I was unable to leave uh, at the the time that I thought I would, and so God put me through a time of waiting. Well, listen, God's waiting
0: rooms are often, I'll just tell you. Yes, sir. But was that time of waiting rewarding? Uh, Yes, sir. Okay, Um, I thought it would, but continue. I just wanted to encourage those people that in God's waiting room, they've got a task they know God wants them to do. They've got a location God has for them in their mind, but sometimes
1: it's waiting on the Lord. Well, and what's awesome about the time of waiting is God uses that to prepare us and equip us in ways that we don't know. Um, in my time of waiting, I continued to teach uh, English down here in Tupelo, and when I found out more about what I would be doing with Youth Harvest Church, turns out I would be getting to teach English. (laughs) And I thought that was awesome. Um, And then I also began um, serving at a church in Corinth uh, as the youth pastor there. And um, after I had prayed about it and uh, told God that if that was uh, his will that I would do it, I get an email from uh, Pastor Taniguchi at the church in Corinth. Kobe there, that one area that he would like me to focus on while I'm there in Japan is the youth group. Amen. And okay, so God was using that in your life to
0: get you ready for the task yes, sir. he had in mind. Well, what church were you at in uh, Corinth, Mississippi?
1: Uh, I've been serving at uh, Glendale Baptist yes. uh, just outside of Corinth uh, on 72. Um, one thing that is really awesome in a great blessing is that we actually had one of our youth, uh, she gave her life to Christ uh, on Halloween this past year. And so even with all the other blessings that God's given, that to me made it all worth it right yeah. there. amen. Uh-huh. Well,
0: God has that. So so in this waiting period of time, uh, was, was I, I figure the pandemic, COVID, had a lot to do with that? Yes, sir. Uh, so COVID's Stopped you from going to copay. That's a little <laughs> fun with words, but that yes, is, sir.
1: That's kind of true, right? Yes, sir. COVID had uh, made Japan uh, shut their borders down. Um, they weren't sure when they'd open back up. Thankfully, they did uh, just open back up uh, this past um, March uh, to visa holders. Um, I had my Certificate of Eligibility, which was a document saying I could live there. Um, that's the document I needed to apply for my visa. Um, I applied for my visa. Um, the uh, It took a little bit of extra paperwork that came in in a miraculous amount of time. But also when I applied for my visa, um, I was told it would take at least uh, 10 to 15 days for it to be approved and then get sent to me. And so I went to apply. The lady asked me to sit down. Ten minutes later, she calls me to the window, says, "Okay, your stuff's been approved. Come back in (laughs) a few days and pick it up." Well, amen. And so that's That's miraculous. It is. Yeah. That to me, that's that can only be described as God uh, having a hand in it. And so um, I picked up my visa, um, got my flight all scheduled, and I'll actually be flying out to Japan from Nashville um, on May 19th. May 19th, 2022. Yes, sir. Okay, out of Nashville, and you'll go
0: to Osaka, Japan. Is it a one-stop, or you stop over?
1: Uh, I'll stop over uh, in California for a couple hours and then fly to Osaka, which is um, about an hour drive from uh, the church in Kobe. Okay. Those of
0: us that are geographically knowledgeable of Japan and know it's kind of a linear uh, mm-hmm. country, not very wide. North, south, or central. Where where is um, it located for as map is concerned? So we can visualize
1: Southeastern side. Southeastern um, side. Just on the coast. Okay. Um I'll have ocean in front of me and mountains behind me.
0: Wow. Well Japan oh. is a beautiful uh country from what I've observed by pictures and mm-hmm. videos. And uh are they really
1: open to the gospel there? Um so Unlike China, where the gospel is openly received by um, the people there, Japan is a little bit harder mission field. Um, Because honor is such a key part of their culture and who they are, they feel that converting to Christianity, even if they believe it and know that it's all true and they believe it in their heart, they don't want to accept it because they feel they would be doing a dishonor to their family and their family's religion. Is it still ancestral kind of worship? I don't know
0: if they worship the ancestors, but it is at least generational? or Yes, sir.
1: Generational. Yes, sir. Um, They have their two main religions, which is Buddhism and Shintoism. Okay. So they either believe that Everything can be a God or that there are millions of gods. And so that's one of the other hard parts of getting through to them. When you tell them, you know, God loved the world enough to send his son, they say, well, which one? Right. Because they have millions. And so it's breaking down into those barriers. Christ Um, alone. Yes, and sir. that's
0: that's very difficult. If you remember in the book of Acts, when Paul, Barnabas, and even with Silas, they would go to a, to a, either a Gentile country, many times even the synagogue. They were they were with them a lot of times until they brought up the resurrection and they'd say, oh, from then on, they'd have nothing to do with it. You know, they couldn't believe it It was the that was the stumbling block for many, the resurrection of Christ. But over there, it is a multiplicity of gods. Right. No matter what. So Mm -hmm. you're trying to zero in them knowing there is one God and that one God sent his
1: son, Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, Pretty tall task. Almost um, like where, uh, I believe it was Paul or Peter, one of them, they, uh, they saw all the shrines to all the gods, and then, you know, there's yeah. one to the unknown that was Paul god. Paul in, in Athens, he yes. said, let me tell you about this god that you don't know, the unknown mm. god, I know him. Let me tell you about it. Right, so that that's kind of what we'll be doing. They have all their gods, but we're like, this one right here that... You're not so sure about, he He is the right one. Let's tell you about him.
0: So you'll be teaching English, working with the youth there? In yes, sir. Colpe.
1: um So I'll be, uh, on Sundays, they have uh, three services. They have a, a children's service, youth service, and adult service. And I'll get to help with those. Are at uh, the same time or alternating uh, times? Uh, alternating times. Okay. Yes, sir. And then Tuesday through Saturday, they have about three to four Um, hour-long English classes that are open to the public, anybody that wants to come. um, I'll teach for 30 minutes. Uh, The pastor, him or his wife, will then come in and teach for another uh, 15 to 20 minutes. And then uh, we have a 10 to 15-minute Bible story where we take a story in the Bible and then correlate it with the lesson to teach them English as well through the Bible study and then share the gospel with them. Well, let me ask you about your language. Uh, have you got any Japanese, uh, their language down yet? Uh, a little bit. Uh, okay. I have a, a lady uh, who lives in Japan who's been uh, tutoring me uh, through Zoom meetings, and so I can introduce myself, ask people how they're doing, and I'm learning how to like order food in a restaurant or if I'm going shopping for things. Now,
0: ordering food in a restaurant may be uh, quite uh, an adventure there, Yeah, thankfully,
1: though, they have picture menus, so I'm okay with that.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you a dangerous question. Uh, Can you say something to us in their language?
1: All right. Uh, So uh, since we're uh, afternoon, I would say uh, konnichiwa, watashiwa Daniel desu, which is my name is Daniel. And then uh, uh, I would say genki desu ka, which is how are you doing? Say that again. Genki desu ka. Okay. And then uh, the response for that would be genki desu, which is I'm good.
0: Okay, wow. Well, uh, using it firsthand after you get there will be something. Yes, sir. Uh, when you're, uh, the tutor you've had has spoken to you, mm-hmm. how do you pick up on their language? Is it an adventure? Is it easier
1: to understand what they're saying than it is to try to speak it? Um, sometimes. Okay. Uh, if I know the topic and I've heard certain words before, it's a little bit easier, um, but... It, it, it it's difficult at times. Is uh, the pastor there able uh, to speak English? Yes, uh, he's bilingual. Uh, he, his wife, and at least one of his sons that I know of, uh, they're bilingual, and so that'll oh, make blessing. that'll make things a whole lot easier.
0: Well, today on Exploring Missions, we're talking to Daniel Burkine the second, and uh, we want to make sure we get that in. And you're headed to Japan. And you're leaving in May, Mm -hmm. and I know you got your plane ticket purchased, and you're ready to go. Everything is set. But what about finances? I know you have a lot of it, but you still could use financial aid. Am I right?
1: Uh, Yes, sir. I'm about 75% of the way um, towards my goal. Um, I've set about uh, $1,100 a month to be able to live over there. Um, Thankfully, the church... uh, has graciously... Uh, unfortunately, they can't provide a uh, like a salary or a stipend, but uh, even better blessing, they're providing my housing, covering the cost of all the utilities, Wi-Fi, and health insurance. And so all I have to do is cover just everyday cost of living. Um, it's a little bit more expensive over there, which is why I've budgeted about $1,100. Uh, currently, I have... Uh, with monthly commitments from people as well as funds that I've raised, I'm uh, right around the $850 to $900 uh, a month set. And so I'm only about $200 a month uh, away from what I need to be fully supported. So about like... Eight or nine people uh, giving $25 a month would have it it set
0: completely. With that in mind, we want to make it available, and we'll try to do it again. How would they send that to you, Daniel?
1: Um, How could they contact you? Yes, sir. Um, They could either uh, send it to um, my house uh, where one of my my dad or my mother could um, uh, deposit it into the bank for me, um, and if it's okay, I can give the yes, go ahead. Uh, address for that. It's sixteen fifty Kaputh, C A P O O T H Road in Raymer, Tennessee, three eight three
0: six seven. And put it to Daniel Burkine. Yes, sir. Daniel Burkine, and that's B U R K E E N, and you a uh, sixteen fifty Caputh. Yes, sir. That's the reason I wanted you to say it first, so I would not <laughs> say uh, no, I did not know exactly. But it's Caputh Road, Raymer, R A M E R, Tennessee, three eight three six
1: seven. Can they contact you? Email. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, for my email address is just my first and last name, Daniel Burkine, all lowercase. Dot D B D for Daniel B for Burkine at gmail dot com, and there um, I can uh, also uh, further let them know about uh, my address again, or if they would like to set up a direct deposit uh, with my bank or if they would like to use like cash apps such as like Venmo. Um, I have a few people who are doing direct deposit, some that are doing uh, cash apps, and then some that are giving by mail. Okay. Um, so it's whatever is most convenient for the giver. Pray about it, and if God lays it on your heart, this is a
0: needed work in Japan. I can't help but I'm a history buff and what General MacArthur said after World War II. His advice was... Flood Japan with missionaries. Guess yes. what? We didn't do it. If, that, if they had done that, there's no telling how many believers there would be in Japan now because they were ready at that time. Very needful. But we're praying that God would do a great work. And uh, again, going to Japan in May. Yes, uh, leaving Nashville, Tennessee, stopping off in California, and then going on to Japan. Everybody will want to know the most dangerous part of this journey will be landing in California. Yes, sir. Oh, I, <laughs> I say that a little bit jokingly. Our our uh, president takes trips to Israel and they will say, is it dangerous? He said, no, we don't stay in New York very long. <laughs> and so this is getting out and going to Japan. And it is it is a place, again, it's not restrictions from government. But it's just the, the society and, and the ancestral, generational uh, of, of the people not receiving mm-hmm. Christ as the only one. Right. They Almost just want like to a... add him to their list, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, that's what a lot of folks want to do. Even here in America, they don't want Jesus to be number one. They want him just to be on their list. Right. Jesus refuses to be on the list. He is the list, isn't exactly. he? Exactly. He's so, the the only way. The only way. And again, what's the pastor's name there?
1: Uh, the pastor's name. He is uh, Akinori Taniguchi, uh, and his wife. Her name is Mari. Mari.
0: Yes. Sir. Okay. And they're both Japanese
1: natives. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Do you sir. know anything about their testimony yet? Um, I just wondered. Did is not, theirs not their personal testimony yet? I do know uh, they they did feel called to lead or felt God call them and lead them to uh, start that church there. Yeah. Uh, their church is a mission plant, and they started, uh, I believe it was either in 98 or 88, that they started the, the founded the church there and used it as an outreach um, to uh, share the gospel and then pull people in for learning English and share the gospel through that. Learning English as a second language is one of the most effective tools
0: that our missionaries has learned to use in many places, and I, I can see that in Japan because of the trade, because mm-hmm. of all the connections of the United States has with Japan now. So it is a, it does open a lot
1: of doors, doesn't it? It does, yeah, because um, regardless in the, the world, um, English is... I guess the most common language for doing any type of business work, um, any type of trade, you need to know some English. And so that's why many Japanese families will pay to send their kids to Japanese schools. And then uh, you have a church in Kobe who is opening their doors to teach English for free. And so... In a way, I mean, it's helping their pocketbook, but also helping their kids to be able to learn English. And then we're also using that as an avenue to share the gospel and plant that seed in their heart.
0: Is the city of Kobe Kobe very large? I know it's not as big as Osaka, but is it Um, relatively large?
1: uh, It is still large. I want to say, I believe when I looked, it was like Uh, 1.4 million people there. Well, uh, for Northeast <laughs> Mississippi, where I'm from, that's huge. Yes, sir. So you got plenty of people to pick
0: from. Oh yes, to witness to and share. Yes, sir. Uh, one or two more questions before we uh, give the information again about how people can help. Uh, when is has the church? Is it grown? Is it uh, has it seen? I know it's difficult and hard. Doesn't mean uh, that's not good but are they seeing any results in the last few years about their work?
1: Um, well, COVID, they they were doing pretty good uh, oh, okay. before COVID. Yeah. Um, they're hey, a, that's <laughs> true in America, too, <laughs> yes, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. uh, they're, they're a smaller church, um, and so during COVID, they had maybe uh, about eight to ten people that were coming regularly uh-huh. for their church services, and then they're— uh, English classes, of course, they were having more. Thankfully, now um, COVID restrictions over there are being lifted and have been lifted, and so they're starting to build back up again. Well, have they had a young
0: minister to come over there and help them, or will you be the first, or are you following some that's already done? Uh, I'm following
1: some, yes, sir. Uh, They have people come usually out about one to two years at a time, um, and then kind of pass the torch on to the next uh, next person. And so I'm, I'm next in line. Okay. Yes, sir.
0: We've been interviewing Daniel Burkeen Again, he's a return visit. And uh, pre-COVID, he was heading to Japan, got stopped, delayed. But now he's going back this year in 2022. What a great year. 2022 may be called comeback year. And I, I'm praying I'll for that listen. in churches. I'm hearing good things about what God's doing, and people are returning. And they're, they're turning with some, uh, I, I think, some extra desire. They know what it means to gather together. They know what it means to minister to people and help people. So we're praying that not in America, just in America, but in Japan as well. And if you want to help Daniel... As he continues this, two, at least two years that he's committed to this uh, ministry in Japan, you can contact him at uh, Daniel, Daniel Berkeen, that's Burkeen, that's B U R K E E N, at 1650 Kaputh, Kaputh yes, Road, Raymer, Tennessee. Raymer is R A M E R, 38367. And if you wanted to email Daniel and contact him, ask him some questions and set up some abilities to you to be able to be part of his team, you can go to danielberkeen, and that's all lowercase, .db at gmail.com, db at gmail.com. And so I'm excited for you, Daniel. Yes,
1: sir. Um, I also uh, started a uh, Facebook page called Mission Assignment Kobe. Okay. Um, And so all the information is on there as well. Um, Get that again. uh, Mission Assignment Kobe on Facebook. And uh, it has all my newsletters uh, that I release quarterly, as well as how you could become a prayer partner or a financial supporter as well. Well, Daniel, I want to
0: thank you for being with us. Thank you for being willing to follow the Lord, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions here on AFR, and it's our joy to bring you information that lets you know God's at work around the world in missions, and he wants to be at work in your life and in your location. Let God use you for his glory.